Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. St. Lucian to take up office as new Deputy CARICOM Secretary General. UNICEF delivers fuel to three Haitian hospitals. More supplies were expected on Sunday. Antigua and Barbuda and Tuvalu to seek justice for climate change damage before international courts. St. Kitts Nevis Prime Minister Harris says development of local medicinal cannabis industry will make positive impact on economy. And Guardian Group selects Sapiens to accelerate its underwriting process. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, November 1st. We start our report today in St. Lucia. Dr. Armstrong Alexis of St. Lucia has been appointed as the new Deputy Secretary General of Caribbean Community, CARICOM. Dr. Alexis takes up his post from today, November 1st. Dr. Alexis was previously at the United Nations Development Program, where he has had a distinguished career in Caribbean, the Pacific, and Africa, rising to the level of Deputy Resident representative in Nambia. The new Deputy Secretary General brings a wealth of experience to the post, having served as well with the Commonwealth Secretariat and at a high level in the public service in his native St. Lucia. Secretary General of the Caribbean Community, CARICOM, Dr. Carla Barnett, is welcoming Dr. Alexis, said he is an experienced international public servant who brings a solid record of performance at a high level. The community and the secretariat will undoubtedly benefit from his skills and vast experience. I'm looking forward to him joining the team as the secretariat as we continue to strive to provide effective and efficient service to the community. The United Nations Children's Fund has delivered 6,000 gallons of fuel to three hospitals in Haiti's capital, Port-au-Prince, on Friday and Saturday and more on Sunday. UNICEF's Haitian Chief of Communications, Andiga Sek, told Sputnik, UNICEF was able to deliver at least 6,000 gallons of much-needed fuel to three hospitals in Port-au-Prince despite insecurity and gang criminality, Sex said on Saturday. This new provision of fuel will enable them to resume their life-saving services, especially to newborns and pregnant women. The spokesman told Sputnik that on Sunday, a Fort Hospital was expected to receive fuel provided through UNICEF. UNICEF says it has received distress messages from several hospitals in Haiti because they have no fuel to run the generators and ensure the proper functioning of their emergency services. Barbados Today reports that Gaston Brown, the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda, current chair of the Alliance of Small Island States and the Prime Minister of Tuvalu on Sunday, signed an historic accord that opens the way for groundbreaking litigation before international courts. This offers a novel legal path to address the severe damage to small island states caused by climate change. The agreement establishes a commission of small 
all island states on climate change and international law, creating a body for development and implementation of fair and just global environmental norms and practices. The commission is also authorized to request advisory opinions from the International Tribunal for the Law of the Seas on the legal responsibilities of states for carbon emissions, marine pollution, and rising sea levels. Membership in the commission is open to all small island states whose leaders have long complained about the absence of effective mechanisms for states most responsible for climate change to compensate for the resulting loss and damage. At the signing ceremony in Edinburgh, the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda, Gaston Brown, explained that small island states' emissions of greenhouse gases is negligible, but they bear the overwhelming burden of its catastrophic effects, including persistent destruction, repeated costs of rebuilding, and huge debts to finance resilience. This injustice must end, he said. The legal counsel to the commission, Professor Payam Akavan of Massey College in the University of Toronto and member of the Permanent Court of Arbitration at The Hague said that small island states are the canary in the coal mine of climate catastrophe. Their fate is a warning to all mankind that the disastrous consequences of global warming are happening now, not in the distant future. The fundamental principle of international law not to cause harm to others has now taken on an unprecedented dimension. The historic initiative to pursue climate justice should be welcomed by all who care about the future of our planet. My View News reports that under the leadership of St. Kitts Nevis Prime Minister Dr. The Honorable Timothy Harris, the Team Unity government has diversified the domestic economy, a critical component of its development during strategy. During the Prime Minister's monthly press conference on October 28, it was announced that the federal cabinet is proceeding with the development of the local medicinal cannabis industry. Our future growth will also be positively impacted by a successful build-out of our medicinal cannabis industry. Cabinet has agreed to solidify our efforts at building out the cannabis industry. These efforts will be pursued by the Cannabis Authority, which will have a core team of committed professionals and consultants to implement government's plan in this area so that the stronger, safer future is delivered as promised, said Prime Minister Harris. Previously, Prime Minister Harris stated that the Medicinal Cannabis Authority will provide for lawful access to medicinal cannabis as an alternative treatment for persons who are suffering from qualifying medical condition and to provide for a comprehensive licensing scheme to regulate the cultivation, supply, possession, production, and use of medicinal cannabis. The Medicinal Cannabis Authority will consist of representatives from various government ministries as well as members of civil society. The Medicinal Cannabis Authority will submit recommendations to the Cabinet in relation to the issuing of licenses and other authorizations and advise the Minister on matters of general policy relating to the management and development of an efficient and regulated medicinal cannabis industry. According to CNN 
business despite a global pandemic, the cannabis industry in America is flourishing. Sales hit $20 billion in 2020, are on pace to top $26 billion this year, and are projected to leapfrog to $45.9 billion in 2025, according to data from Marijuana Business Daily that were shared at the MJ BizCon, the industry's annual trade show. Sapiens International Corporation, a leading global provider of software solutions for the insurance industry, announced at Guardian Group, a $1 billion carrier serving 21 countries across the English and Dutch Caribbean, is integrating Sapien Solutions for accelerated underwriting for their life and health operations in Trinidad, Jamaica, and Curacao. Sapien Solutions will automate Guardian Group's numerous manual processes associated with underwriting, thus freeing up their underwriters to focus on complex cases. Cases can be auto-decisioned using rules and criteria configured by business users, and the Guardian will have the flexibility of auto-decisioning as much as 95% of its fluid-less cases. Guardian Group's goal is to innovate and disrupt how policies are underwritten and to transform the consumer agent experience. Sapiens is empowering that mission by enabling us to accelerate the future through innovation, said Naresh Mungru, Guardian's Group Chief Data Officer. Guardian Group, a $1 billion carrier serving the market of 21 countries across the English and Dutch Caribbean, including Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, Jamaica, Curacao, Aruba, St. Martin, and Bonaire. Guardian Group, whose history dates back nearly 170 years, offers coverage lines including life, health, property, and casualty. In addition to products and services in areas such as assets management and bank Assurance. Guardian Holding Limited is the parent company for the integrated financial services group known as Guardian Group. The Anguillan reports that despite the COVID protocols affecting travel to and from Anguilla and the strict management of the situation, more tourists are now beginning to arrive on the island, with four resorts having reopened on October 21st and October 22nd. Those hotels are the Four Seasons Resorts and Residences Anguilla, Cap Juluca, a Belmont hotel, Malihuhana Aberge and Zemi Beach Hotel and Spa. Their reopening and the arrival of guests from various parts of the world means that more hospitality workers will now find employment at these four particular hotels, as well as at villas and other places of tourism accommodations that will reopen in the coming days and weeks. The island's newest hotel, Aurora Anguilla Resort, now being redeveloped, is expected to open on December 1st. On that day, the new resort will begin providing direct flights for its guests from Miami and New York, the first such provision by one of Anguilla's hotels. American Airlines will commence direct flights to Anguilla from Miami on December 8, adding greatly to the number of tourist arrivals and the exposure of the island in the tourism marketplace. Caramar Beach Club at Meads Bay remained open 
open during the slow season. Another resort which will contribute to the tourism numbers in Anguilla is the Frangipangi Beach Resort now reopening. The hospitality job market in Anguilla should now be considerably taken up with Four Seasons Resorts and Belmont Cap Jaluca bringing in a 500 range of employees. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer reports that Jamaica, Haiti, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines are among four countries due to receive more doses of COVID-19 vaccines through the World Health Organization's COVID-19 Vaccine Global Access Facility, COVAX. The vaccines are expected to arrive in the next few weeks as a part of more than 3 million doses being dispatched by COVAX to the Pan-American Health Organization for deployment to member countries that have, to date, vaccinated less than 20 percent of their populations against COVID-19. Guatemala is the fourth country in Latin America and Caribbean slated to get more vaccines. The Pan-American Health Organization Assistant Director, Dr. Jarbas Barbosa de Silva Jr., during a recent COVID-19 media briefing said, details of the latest vaccine provisions have been conveyed to the beneficiary countries to enable their preparations to receive and administer the doses and to make sure that they are able to protect their most valuable groups and save lives. He further indicated that vaccines delivered are expected to pick up during the final months of 2021 so we can continue to address one of the biggest challenges affecting our region, vaccine inequity. And finally, Voice of America reports that a wooden canoe used by the ancient Maya and believed to be more than 1,000 years old has turned up in southern Mexico, officials said on Friday, part of archaeological work accompanying the construction of a major new tourist train. The extremely rare canoe was found almost completely intact, submerged in a freshwater pool known as a seanote, thousands of which dot Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula, near the ruins of Chichen Itza, once a major Mayan city featuring elaborately carved temples and towering pyramids. Measuring a little over 1.6 meters in length and 80 centimeters wide, the canoe was possibly used to transport water from the seanote or deposit ritual offerings, according to a statement from Mexican Antiquities Institute, Enea. The institute described the extraordinary find as the first complete canoe like this in the Mayan area, adding that experts from Paris's Sorbonne University will help with the analysis of the well-preserved wood to pinpoint its age and type. A three-dimensional model of the canoe will also be commissioned, the statement added, to facilitate further study and allow for replicas to be made. It was found while workers building a tourist rail project championed by President Andres Manuel Lopez Orbador were inspecting the area surrounding the seanote, which is near a section of the project that will connect with Cancun, Mexico's atop beach resort. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, November 1st. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook.